Hello and welcome back to G News for another guest episode. Today's guest is my dad, Bill Fox, from the OutFox podcast. His podcast is on Spotify. Uh, you want to introduce yourself further? Sure, I'm Justin's dad. Great to be here. Yep. Okay, so today I wanted to talk about car values. So it's a something that I've been wondering about, and you might know the details behind this. So based on what you know and what you think, like basically what makes a $2 million car a $2 million car, and what makes it so that people will pay that amount of money for it? Well, it's interesting. I was actually just listening to a podcast that discussed this. Usually what makes a $2 million car a $2 million car is a couple of things. The main thing is that every piece of the car is handmade. So instead of an engine that comes off an assembly line at GM or Ford where they're making 100,000 of them and they've maximized to make them as cheaply as possible, you know, if you're buying a Bugatti or a high-end Ferrari or a Singer Porsche, those engines are being made by hand by one person. Mm. There could be $50,000 of custom Italian leather in the interior. Uh. They could be making it special order for you so that there's no other car like that. You know, yeah. So all those things together. And then the other part, is the scarcity of the car. Yeah, so like you're saying that Ferrari would have a fraction of the copies that like Ford and GMC has because of the way they're made. Right, they only make, make 100 or 200 or 300 a year of a car, and if you want one, you're going to pay a premium to get yes. one. Yeah, so and then what do you think people are – mainly looking for if they see a car that's two million dollars like what are they like if they go through a line of cars they're looking at the prices how, how do you think people guess prices of cars or like try to predict what the price of a car will be in an auction like what do they look at oh well now if you're talking about an auction i mean that's well, well not really an, how much how do you think people will guess what a car can sell for like what are the main factors that they are looking at well, the ones I just mentioned, now if you talk about an auction, then you add that over the years, certain cars take on almost like a mythic proportion, like they're just all-time cars. Either they won racers, races or they're associated with a certain movie or somehow they became the ultimate model of that car or they're very scarce. So all those factors go into what a car is worth at auction. And as you know, matching numbers and things like that. Most cars that are 50 years old, you know, a part has broken, another part has broken, yeah. they've put a different engine in, but there are cars that are Ferraris that are 50 years old that are all yeah. original and have matching numbers. And one last topic having to do with sales that I wanted to mention and talk about was advertisement. So we, we see... A lot of commercials for cars like the Cadillac XT6 and other cars like that. So do you think that a car, how much better of a chance does a car that advertises a lot on TV and on ads, how much better of a chance do you think that car has of selling than a car that just comes out like every couple of months? 
Yeah, I think you're talking about two different kinds of cars now because the cars that are advertised on TV are, you know, cars that they're making tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands mm -hmm. of, and they're sort of competing against each other. So regular car buyers looking at, you know, am I going to get a Jeep or a Cadillac or an Audi or a Lincoln SUV? Um, you know, so they're comparing them. They might see them on TV and think that looks good. People that are in that buying, you know, you don't really see Ferrari ads or Bugatti yeah. ads or McLaren ads. People that are after that kind of car, they know about cars. Yeah. And they're getting that information themselves. So I do think it's important, those kind of advertisements like you'll see on the Super Bowl, because you might be in the market and see a car and be like, oh, that's nice. Let me look at that. Yeah. Now, you said that Ferrari, like those uh, the, those um older card brands aren't going to have much is that have much advertisement is that just because they're older like were were they advert were they heavily advertised in their time no i think it's just that they don't need to do that kind of mass advertising because they're not going after a mass audience and if someone is yeah. thinking about a 200 or 300 or 400,000 dollar car they're in that world. They're buying magazines. They're looking on the yeah. internet. They know what the horsepower is yeah. and all that stuff. And and they they're really not looking to to see a new car and TV and be like, oh, that's nice. They know what they want. Yeah, and that's like versus somebody who just like is who just says, oh, I need a car. Let me get let me get the new Ford. Right. SUV. I have two, I have kids, so it has to be an SUV or I have, you know, I like to go skiing, so I want a station wagon and they're just going to get something that works for them, but they're not going to go crazy and spend a zillion dollars to get some, some kind of really special, rare, custom thing. All right. So that was an interesting discussion on kind of the way that cars are valued. Um, again, uh, if you want to check on Spotify for the Out Fox podcast, did you want to talk about that a little bit? No, it's okay. Uh, there's a podcast. It's on um, iTunes and Spotify called Out Fox. We talk about uh, digital business. Yeah. Okay. Uh, thank you for being here. Thank you for inviting me. Yep. And um, thank you for listening. And I'll see you in the next episode. Mm -hmm.